Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a podcast dedicated to an all-female perspective on lore, legends, and the creatures of the insomnia-driven fears you have at 3 a.m. I am your host, Nikki Mandiola. Something about the summer really puts me in the mood for a classic ghost story, perhaps one you would tell around a campfire. I can't really explain why, as I never went to summer camp, or even camped further than my backyard. On top of that, I currently live in Scotland, and if you've ever lived in the UK, you know summer isn't really a thing here. Regardless, a classic ghost story we will have on today's episode. I've already covered lady ghosts of various colors in the past, but this topic really caught my eye for the extensive tale it provides. So, without further ado, and to potentially prevent me from considering going to summer camp as an adult, let's get down to the business. Today's topic is The Red Lady. This tale takes us to the American South, Alabama to be exact. It is said that this red lady haunts the halls of a dormitory at the present-day Huntington College located in Montgomery. Prior to becoming co-ed after World War I, this institution underwent many changes. Originally located in Tuskegee, Alabama, under the name Tuskegee Female College, the school was moved to the state's capital of Montgomery after the Civil War when the South was struggling to rebuild. Once the institution was finished in 1910 and stability was ensured, it was deemed the Women's College of Alabama. This is where our focused Red Lady story begins, but let's rewind for a hot second. Before the college was moved, there was another Red Lady spirit rumored to have made her mark in the late 19th century. The apparition of a woman donning a red dress and matching parasol was spotted silently walking the halls of the dormitory late one night. According to a witness, the woman was bathed in what was described as a red glow. After her stroll through the residence hall, she apparently passed through the outside gateway, never to be seen again. From one fuzzy depiction of this female spirit to another more fully formed version, let's travel to the Montgomery-based college of the early 20th century. Martha, a freshman girl entering the institution at the time, was anything but thrilled to be there. As a born and bred New Yorker, she felt out of place in her new surroundings that were essentially thrust upon her. Hailing from a wealthy family, it was her father who insisted the girl study at the alma mater of her grandmother, his mother, to ensure a proper education. Wishing to please her father, she agreed to attend. Arriving on the first day, adorned in a red dress, as well as bringing a set of red drapes, a bedspread, and matching red accessories, it was clear the student enjoyed this particular color. I also want to add here that one article I read on the story pointed out that she never explained her red obsession. I mean, why did she need to? Can a girl just like a color? Anyway, moving on. Forced to leave her home and reintegrate with her fellow students proved to be difficult. Already recluse and terribly shy, 
the girl didn't stand a chance. Unfortunately, her fellow classmates caught wind of the substantial wealth of her family and took Martha's shyness for arrogance. She then continued to eat alone and barely spoke to her assigned roommate. Not all of the students were so quick to write off Martha's personality, however. Some actually tried visiting with her in her room. Due to her appearing cold and unfriendly, most never returned. After enduring Martha's off-putting personality for a while, even her roommate wanted out. Requesting a room transfer from the dorm's house mother, the girl packed her bags and left once her move was granted. Martha then underwent a flurry of different roommates, not one lasting more than a week. When all seemed hopeless, the dorm's president, a generally friendly, easygoing girl, volunteered to move in with the unapproachable student. Supposedly, the president tried all that she could to be friends with Martha, but at this point, she wasn't having any of it. Being pushed aside and deemed a loner finally got to Martha, consuming what was left of her prior personality. The dorm's president described her new roommate as seeming to resent her, and after being encompassed by the cold girl's environment, she too felt a sinking depression. That was enough for her to request to be moved, and while packing her bags one evening, something unexpected happened. Martha came home. Now, this may seem strange, as she lived there, but in the past, she had never seen a roommate preparing to leave. Something about this image, combined with the previous abandonments, caused Martha to snap at the girl. She claimed that her soon-to-be former roommate was just like those other girls, and that she would regret leaving this room for the rest of your life. Pretty heavy, but the girl still left. Following her last roommate's departure, Martha began acting strangely. As a possible result from her feelings of abandonment, the girl would walk into the rooms where students congregated only to stand in silence. Within a few moments of this, the other girls would leave after feeling incredibly uncomfortable. Students also reported to have seen the girl wandering the halls of the dormitories after the appointed lights out. Pacing the floor in what was described as an almost trance-like state, she would continually open and close the girls' doors. This went on for a while, until one evening the dorm's president noticed that Martha had not attended classes or meals all day. Feeling worried for her former roommate, she then decided to make her way to the fourth floor to investigate. When she approached her old room, a red light seemed to be emitting from the transom or small window above the door. Once opening the door, the president let out a scream alerting the other students on the floor and then proceeded to faint. Rushing to see what happened, the other girls caught sight of Martha, wrapped in a red robe and her red bedspread, having slit her wrists. From then on, it is rumored that Martha still makes her presence known at the college and on the anniversary of her death, no less. 
students have reported seeing a red light present in the supposed room where Martha lived in Huntington College's Pratt Hall. Her spirit has also been seen walking the halls of the dormitory, only to vanish into thin air. Now, the hall has been converted for the use of the school's Department of Education and Psychology, but rumors of her ghost still remain. As a person who was clearly never very popular in life, she has now become infamous in death. On that note, let's conclude this episode. If you have any suggestions on mamas you'd like me to cover or a spooky tale to share, please send an email to maliciousmamas at gmail.com. If you're looking for more mamas in your life, follow Malicious Mamas on both Instagram and Twitter. Also, if you could rate, comment, and subscribe to Malicious Mamas on your favorite podcast app, it would really help out and I would greatly appreciate the feedback. Until next time, keep it real, mamas. <laughs>